You're listening to a United City, the official Peterborough United podcast. Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of our official podcast, A United City. My name is Phil Adlam. Now, if you've missed any of our previous episodes featuring manager Darren Ferguson, midfielder George Boyd, Ivan Tony, and first team coach Aaron McLean, you can still download them. But what can you expect in this episode? Well, it's that time of the year where the words Christmas special are banded about. So welcome to the official Christmas special of the podcast. That means festive chatter aplenty. And not only that, but we have two guests for the price of one. Our first guest is a player that has already performed in four positions in the posh starting lineup and has Mr. Consistent in all of them, Niall Mason. And our second guest is a current posh skipper, a man that brings a wealth of know-how and experience to the squad, not to mention organisation, Mark Beavers. So let's tell you what's coming up in today's podcast. We look back at the first half of the campaign with Posh sitting in third place at the time of recording in the league table. We find out how well our guests know each other given the fact they're part of an exclusive two-man carpool and we try and come up with some perfect presents for the squad this Christmas. Not only that, but we also find out the answer to a killer question posed to Mark. More on that later on. Well, welcome, guys, uh, to the podcast. Mark, you're already looking scared by a killer oh, question. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You said that there were a question coming my way. You yeah, well, there's, there's going to be one. plenty of questions coming your way, but okay. that one is is where we try and make it a little bit more dramatic for you. But right. um, welcome to the show. We're going to start with um, with Mark, obviously uh, captain of the, the football club. Just looking back on the sort of first half of the season, how pleased have you been? Um, I've been pleased. I mean, obviously, it wasn't the best of starts going back into um, you know back back into August when we uh, kicked off against Fleetwood. But I think since you know the Oxford straight after that as well, we got a defeat there, a narrow defeat. But after that, you know, we strung you know a few good results together, and I think uh, the league position doesn't lie. Uh, we've had a couple of hiccups on the way, but I think all in all, it's been uh, it's been a great start. Yeah, when you have a, a couple of games like you did at the start of the season, was that a worry or was that just you know, just expect it because it's a new team, it takes a while, while to gel? It wasn't a worry, no. I think that, that showed in our performances after them to the first two games that there was no panic, no panic, uh, panic setting throughout the uh, the whole of the squad. Uh, we, we knew, you know, if you look throughout our squad, we've got quality throughout and, uh, like I said, panic didn't set in and we knew what we could do and it was only a matter of time before we, we gelled together and uh, started getting getting them results and um, so it proved. Yeah, Niall, obviously in those in those early days in, in August when you have so many new players together, is it, is it hard sometimes to, to sort of get some rhythm going when you've got so many new faces? Yeah, I think it can be, yeah, definitely. Like we had a good... A good time away in um, La Manga, good pre-season. And then obviously we had a few people that uh, joined us a bit late, like Boydie and Tomo and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I think I think I was just saying even to Beeves the other day, I think it's only really now where we start to feel a real good team spirit. Because it, it takes time to get to know each other, especially a few of us don't live down here as well. So it, we don't always get to see each other away from football as well, which I think is quite important as well. Um, so I think it's now where you still really start to build those relationships. Yeah, that, that's important, isn't it? Because every successful side is, is built on the dressing room, isn't it? You can have all the ability on the pitch, but ultimately if you don't get on and, and don't gel off it, then it can cause a problem. And do, do you find that when you've got so many new faces at the start, it's trying to find your position in the dressing room in terms of the loud one or the quiet one, as, as it so proves? Yeah, I think people fall naturally into whatever sort of person they are in the dressing room. Yeah, like you said, you've got your loud ones. 
bit more quiet ones and you've got your jokers and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I think everyone's pretty early on really really found their sort of position in the dressing room, yeah. Yeah, I mentioned in that intro, I think you've played in four positions so far. I think you've played a left back at some point, right back, centre mid and probably centre back as well as a part of the three. Um, everybody calls players in those kind of utility role, don't they? Mr Versatile. Do you, do you, do you mind that or do you, would you prefer to sort of say that's my position? No, not to, to be honest, I don't really mind. I think when I was a bit younger, I was a bit like, I want to nail down one one sort of position. Um, but then as I've played a bit more games now, I, I, to be honest, I enjoy a few positions, so I'm not really too bothered at that at the moment. Yeah, Mark, you've only played the one, to my knowledge, although well, you did go up front for the last three or four minutes of a game. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, like, it's uh, it's a given, isn't it, when you're chasing a goal and, you know, it can chuck me up top and, you know... And with your goal record as well, I mean, that's... that's up that's until now, threat. yeah, obviously I'm still looking for that first Peterborough goal, but that will come. Um, but yeah, I've played uh, played left-back, actually. Don't want you out there, mate. Uh, no. Are you sure you just, <laughs> just ended up over there? I don't, don't know, judge. What, what was the game? Did, did we win that game? Which game? The game he was a left-back. Oh, no, it wasn't oh, a Peterborough. I'm going to say a Peterborough. No, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. he wouldn't be left-back here. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I can't see that. Don't want him out of Don't want him out of slot, Like Dan Byrne, Brighton was bombing on. But no, yeah, predominantly it's been you know left centre half or you know middle of a three or even left of a three, to be honest. But obviously coming here that. I've been sports to the manager uh, before he saw me in that middle role and uh, I'm comfortable doing any to be honest um, and going back to the left back as well if I'm you know called upon desperate. there then yeah. <laughs> I'll play there as well <laughs> you, you mentioned the goal I know we've been, been talking about it recently because obviously Frankie scored a couple we had a chance against um, Bolton at the weekend we spoke beforehand and it had been perfect opportunity to, to get your first goal Is it, I mean because you were billed as someone who scores goals from centre half, is it, is it something that plays on your mind, or do, do you not really mind as long as you're keeping the clean sheets? Um, I wouldn't say I don't mind. Obviously, like every player would love to score goals, um, and you know that was my first clear cut one, to be honest. And uh, you know I, I didn't manage to you know steer it into the bottom corner, which which is what we're after. Um, but it will come. Um, and another chances will come as long as Frank Frankie's not tripping me up. Mm, yeah, he does get in the way quite a bit. Um, no, you've obviously got the opportunity to get forward when you're playing as a, as a right wing back or a right back. Is that part of the game you really have to sort of improve on in the sense that the modern day fullback is all about athleticism, isn't it? It's not about defending or attacking. It's both now. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think early on, like in my career, very early on, under the manager now, I played uh, left back quite a lot. So I didn't really ventured too much forward to be honest because I like we had I think I had Tommy Rowe in front of me there who got forward quite a bit and I sort of just backed up the play and supported from behind a bit but it was only um, like when I had Grant McCann as a manager he demanded fullbacks to get forward quite a lot and I felt under him I improved that a lot um, and yeah he really helped me work on it and I felt like this season I, I've got better at that getting forward because it was definitely something I wanted to work on mm. and you played in, in, in midfield as well at uh, Doncaster and uh, Darren and, and you've obviously played that role I think at Gillingham away as a sort of base of the diamond is that a, a role that you can see yourself sort of excelling in because you, you've got the passing range and the discipline to play that particular position um, yeah I, th- I think picked this... him up a bit there Mark didn't <laughs> that, to be fair. made you sound like he was <laughs> yeah I think um, there's certain games that I can do well well in that position, especially like te- teams are like Gillingham, like the tough away games. I feel like I can do quite well in there, um, and it's just another position I feel that I can add to, just if and when it's sort of needed for the team. I don't think it probably might not be my best position, but I think it's something that I can add to the team if if it's needed. 
Now you two travel in because you obviously come from the north. You, 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 you're sort of the first, you're the driver and you pick up now halfway down. Is that right? Well, to be honest with you, when I signed him up to this car, car school, I thought I'd get looked after more so than what I have been doing. But it seems to be the other way around, to be honest. But we do share, mm. you know, that we, we alternate days. Uh, so it works. It works quite well. And, and in terms of that, that car journey, I'd imagine you, you get to know each other a little bit better. Is he a talker? Is he a quiet one? How would you describe Nile as someone who's... It depends what mood he's in, to be honest. He's... Uh... Usually it's, 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 it's good, it's good stuff. Have you given him uh, the front seat or does he have to sit at the back? Again, it depends how he's behaving. <laughs> Get the child seat on him. Um, <laughs> what, what's he like as, as, a, as a co-companion when you're making that long journey down? Is it important to have someone who's got a bit of banter and have you been a little bit left adrift with who you've got? What do you mean left adrift? <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, you've, you've got Mark as a, as a, as a co-driver, co so to speak. Has he got, has he got some banter? Is he, is he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't well, be travelling in with him. I'd be getting the train if, if, if he didn't. I don't, I don't think it would. It cost too no, much. No, it costs money, it? the train, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, it The train costs money. Okay. Careful with cash, aren't we? Yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and in terms of uh, you know, tunes, you, Mark, you say you listen to podcasts. Do you, do you normally listen to tunes or are you sort of a chatterbox? Mm, we normally just get in and have a chat, to be honest. We're like two old men. To be honest, yeah. I don't think we listen to. We, I don't think we listen to music. One, no, we don't. One time we did actually. We yeah. watched the checker trade game. We listened to a few Christmas songs. Yeah, oh yeah, we did. Yeah, we had but, a good uh, Christmas pass coming up yeah. the A one. It was it was enjoyable, wasn't it? Yeah. How, how old are you now? Twenty two. Twenty two, and you're describing yourself like an old man. Is that is that something that you... I don't, I've been told by a few of the lads now? Yeah, he's got an old head on his shoulders. He's he's. Boring. If is that, uh, is that the word you're looking for? No, not at all. Nah. Not boring. Uh, I'm not no. Boring. We've never said you're boring, mate. You're not, not boring on a podcast, to me. anyway. I mean, no, no, no. He's not a typical 22-year-old. Let's say that. That's very well put. Very well put. Um, in, in terms of the, the, the dressing room as it goes, we were talking about how people fit in certain positions. I guess Frankie Kent would be put in the loud joker kind of category. Is that fair? Uh, you can say no. It's not. It's not. Yeah, a problem. I think. Yeah, I would put him in that category. Yeah, um, he's. he's Always oh, that Essex boy, and he like he, you know he's always got a smile on his face. He's he's a good character to have around. And equally in the weird category is Alex Woodyard, top of that list. Oh, top of the li- top of the tree for me. I mean, I, I'm 30 now, and he's probably the weirdest one I've met. But what, I, what, I love him. What makes him? So, I mean, I've I've seen it firsthand, obviously. But what makes him more weird than than others? Is it just the random things he comes out with? Oh, 100 percent. And he just stares at you as well. You'll just catch him staring at you, and you'd be like. Would he? What, what's what's up? And he would just come out with some random comment. Mm. Like I, I dread to think what he would have been had he not made it in football, because I can't really see him in any other role. Nah, I honestly don't know the answer to that question. I wouldn't know what he'd be doing to be honest. What would um, you be doing? Um, I'd be a barber, Phil. Mm. Yeah, one hundred percent, I'd be a barber. Um, why did that become of an interest to you? Is that just because you, again, from the north and didn't want to... Are we going serious here? Or is well, it... you can give any answer you want. Well, I start off by saying it's something that I've uh, I've thought about doing for a long time, to be honest. But obviously, like, a few years ago, I didn't have, you know, as much time, to be honest. Um, with two kids back home as well. I've still got the two kids, obviously, but they're a bit <laughs> younger. Um, but, yeah, I, I took it up uh, upon myself to um, put myself on a course last, last year. So... Uh, uh, six months to a year down the line, I feel as though I'm ready to start cutting hair. I've been cutting this fella's hair as well, but you know, out, out of ten, what would you give him? He was good, yeah. Yeah. It was just one time. The first time he did Lamanga, he left some hair around, you know, yeah. around your ears. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was early though, wasn't that it? That was early doors though. But now, honestly, give me some good ones. Does he charge you or? No, he wouldn't charge me. I wouldn't charge, but I would like to think that you know the barber get tips maybe. Or word of mouth, at least trying to get the business going. Yeah. What would you call it? 
What would you call the haircut uh, oh, business? It's quite simple, isn't it? Beef barbers? No? Alliteration? It's a bit boring, but... Yeah. Not really, is it? It's just how it is, isn't it? It's a selling point, isn't it? Make Bees your barbers. mark. That could work. Yeah. That's rubbish, Phil. Okay. Just leave it at Beef Barbers. Um, all right, fair enough. That's, uh, what about you, Niall? If, if, if football hadn't have been your calling, what would you have uh, took up? Dog trainer. Dog trainer? Yeah. <laughs> Solid answer, that. Yeah. I, think, I sense you get a lot of enjoyment out of that particular role. Yeah, You've I got do. dogs, I must, as a caveat, you have, you have got dogs at home. So. Yeah, I do, yeah. Um, have they always been part of the family? Uh. Yeah, yeah, we've always had dogs, yeah, when I was a kid, yeah. Mm. Yeah, then when I, as soon as I moved out, I got my own. Yeah. Yeah. Is he your best friend? Yeah, he and she. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Ever blown up beefs, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mean that. Nah. He was in the zone. He <laughs> weren't thinking straight. Well, yeah, I'm going to say, you've got to know where your bread's buttered. If he's giving you a lift, it's always the answer is yeah, Mark. Yeah, he'll apologise after this podcast. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair enough. Um, in, in terms of the, uh, the Christmas do, because you had your Christmas do at the weekend, obviously we can't divulge too much information because that is a sacred part of football, isn't it, the Christmas do? But you did go fancy dress um, and a couple of images have come up. You had a, quite an interesting outfit, Beavs. The mask? The mask, mate, yeah. Yeah. What, was this selected at random? How did it, how did it work? We um, we had we pulled letters out of a hat, and I pulled out J originally, okay. and I weren't happy with it. I couldn't really think of much to um, Joker. Yeah, that was the one. But then I didn't really want to get up at eight o'clock in the morning, start you know face paint and that. I just mm. couldn't be bothered with that. So I put um, my hand in again and pulled out T. Okay. Yeah. And obviously, like you know, the mask. I put I found a little loophole there yeah. and, and, and took the T out of the the. So. Yeah, I've, um, I'm a big fan of the mask as well. So um, I, I bought it from Amazon, 25, 30 quid. It came through the post, I stuck it on. I thought it looked unbelievable, to be honest. What, what, do, you, what do you, I mean, presumably you've done fancy dress before at other clubs, is that? Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah, so yeah. What do you do with the outfits? Do, you, do, you, do they get binned or? Um, I, I, I fear that footballers just have a, like a whole wardrobe of, of random things. Honestly, I do. <laughs> like, I've had, I've got Christmas suits still from last year. Nice. Yeah, I've still got, I've got one of them as well, Christmas yeah. suit. Yeah. It differs, to be honest, it depends. Because sometimes on the Sunday it gets absolutely lathered with beer. It depends mm. how the Sunday is going, to be honest. Um, but this one I actually brought back, to be honest. It's got a few marks on it, as yeah, you can imagine. You but can imagine, you know, I'll yeah. stick it in the wash and we'll, we'll um, probably use that again. What did you draw out of the hat? Well, I drew out O. Okay. And Ostrich? Octopus. Octopus? Yeah, but then I had a last-minute last change because okay. I weren't happy with it. Was that is that allowed? Is there a fine involved in that? I mean, it had to be Phil. It was the worst. Yeah, I've it was ter- like there's nothing else. Okay, yeah. so what did he go for in the end? Well, it, it, the Hulk he had, and he looked. I looked good. Really yeah. good to I be honest. Yeah. The face paint were really good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw Joe Ward today. He's had a little bit of a problem, hasn't he, Joe? Because he put some um, sort of uh, makeup for his for his mat, for his uh, outfit. He took a bit of skin off, hasn't he? It looks like yeah, he's yeah, shiny. Yeah, he had a tough time tattoo. getting it off, didn't it? Yeah, when he tried to scrub it off, it's giving him a right rush, hasn't it? Yeah. He's, he's gone full great. in, though. I, I appreciate his efforts. Yeah, um, yeah. Ivan yeah, Tony, what did he go as? What exactly a was chicken. He? I thought it was Big Bird off of Sesame Street, but I don't know. He just looked like a giant, a giant bird, didn't he? Yeah. It looked good, to be honest, but I'm not exactly sure what it was. Hmm. Uh, presumably, I mean, Christmas do's have been synonymous in, in, in football for years. It, it, the fancy dress, has that become more prevalent in recent years? Or it, can you remember your first Christmas do? It depends what club you're at and who's in charge, to be honest. It sometimes can be, you know, as simple as a Christmas jumper or I've had a Christmas suit like now. said so there, I've still got mine at home, which is, mm. you know, 
it's a crowd pleaser, isn't it? A Christmas suit. They're never grey, are they? As you can imagine. Um, but fancy dress, predominantly, that's usually the, the one that the lads go for. Mm. And, and traditionally, obviously, this time of year, Christmas is great for everybody, bar a footballer, because you have so many games to play. Often you train around the festive period. Is it a, a time of the year that you enjoy, Niall? Or are you... I still enjoy it, yeah. Because I think you see like all your, your family, they're all enjoying it, and you get to spend time with them still. And I like I like all the games around Christmas. I think it's great. What games do you play? Oh, you mean games as football matches? Sorry, <laughs> not I just like had, board games. I just had visions like of you playing Monopoly or Scrabble around yeah. the, the table. Um, yeah, because there are so many games, I guess it really is an important time as a footballer because if you get four or five wins around Christmas, it can yeah, really set you up. I, I enjoy it because also you don't have to train as well. <laughs> yeah, is it, is that, has that been uh, sorted out? Christmas Day, are you in, or what's, what's the deal? Has, has the um, told you what's I don't want to jinx it, but I think we're off at the minute, are we? I think yeah, Christmas I think Eve so. training, yeah, Christmas Day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, I guess as a footballer, you must have trained on Christmas Day before. Is, is I don't know if I have actually. No. The last few years, I've not trained on Christmas Day. No, I've always had I it off. I've never I might have went out day. early on, hmm. maybe once. Um, it's a bit, it's a bit of scroogey making your train, isn't it? It is. Day. Yeah, I can't remember who the manager were. To be honest, I, I really don't know. But um, yeah, I've usually been off, which is uh, a massive bonus. Let's be honest. Yeah, and Boxing Day fixture, I guess, is one you look for straight away, isn't it? because you want to see if you can be anywhere close to your family. Yeah, usually it is, yeah. But, I mean, like like, like now, it's, it's great to have games around Christmas. Um, you, you'll have a good day, Christmas Day, with your family, and then you've got a game the next day. And, it, you know, in football terms, it's a vital period of the season as well. So, um, you know, if we can string a few results together then, then it'll um, set us in good stead for the, uh, the, the next year. You're listening to a United City, the official podcast of The Posh. So let's talk Christmas then in terms of this time of year because it's always good telly, films, obviously music. So let's uh, let's hit you with a few festive questions. So Noel, favourite Christmas song? What are you going? I think it's that uh, Fairy Tale of New York. By the Pokes? Yeah. Good choice, yeah, good choice. Like Any other words to that? Or? Uh, no, it's just, I just know he makes a noise, doesn't he? Most people do, yes. <laughs> I just make the noise when it comes on. Okay, that's, that's a disturbing image for everyone, but um, thank you for that. Um, uh, Mark? Mine's the well. Mine's Shaking Stevens. Merry Christmas, everyone. Traditional. Yeah, nice. I love that one. Is, is it's that, a banger. It, yeah. Is, is there any Christmas songs that annoy you? Oh yeah, there's one on the radio. Uh, Feliz Navidad. Yeah. yeah Horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not really. <laughs> it's oh. not really. It doesn't really strike me. I mean, it says Merry Christmas in the song, but you're right. It doesn't really. But have it's a place, just like it? It, obviously I don't know the words to no. me. It's not even English, but. It, just the tune just so repetitive and I can't handle it it gets switched off as soon as it comes on in the car I can imagine he's quite a short short temper drift you know, in, oh. in, in the actual car you should see if a lorry pulls in front of him on the A1 <laughs> oh my that's god. the worst is his temper really like oh my god <laughs> did you sort of look away and just act for the best god shall we hear what we both think about that it's a two lane motorway the A1 yeah and if a lorry takes over another lorry then mm. it slows your journey 100% right down yeah no need for it it makes my blood boil. As soon as mm. I see that indicator coming to the right hand lane, then you know I'm flipping. Do you, do you give it the stare as you go by as well, trying to it, cock it, your head to, it, to get to the to a bit? It differs. Sometimes yeah. it can be, you know, what windows wound down. Depends how hard he looks, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Sort of get a. Yeah, I made that mistake once. I bibbed at someone and then didn't realise there was a traffic jam in front. So I was literally next to the person for about 20 minutes, just staring at me. I feared for my life, but. Uh, <laughs> I feel for my life most times when anyone stares at me, to be fair. Um, in terms of Christmas films, my favourite, Home Alone 2. Um, Home Alone, obviously, brilliant film, but Home Alone 2 I thought was better. Where, where do you where do you stand on Christmas films? I think it's probably a bit boring, but Elf. Okay. I like it's that. It's been a lot like of on recently, to be fair. Elf. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like Will Ferrell, so... 
Yeah, what about yourself? Without a shadow of a doubt, the Grinch. Okay. The best. Do you, uh, I guess as a family man, do you, you probably see more Christmas films than, than most uh, because you obviously roped in with your kids. Is there, is there one that they put on that you just can't stand and you, you want to uh, use this platform as a way of getting it out? You know what, Phil? No, because I've just drilled the Grinch into him from such an early age. They mm. both absolutely love it. I mean, my eldest, Millie, she's five and she absolutely loves it. Mm. Um, it it's, it's on quite a lot in our house. It's just daft, isn't it? They, they, they can't not like it and... I love it as well. So, where do you stand on Home Alone? Are you a fan of Home Alone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. No one isn't. No one isn't a fan of. Uh, well, that's the thing. I, I think there are people out there that don't like Home Alone. Home Alone Three was a step too far, and they should have stopped at that point. But you can't, you can't not watch that film when it's on. It's like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's not Christmassy really, but it's on at Christmas. Yeah. So you have to watch it. Sure. No, you do. Yeah. If Home Alone's on, I'll 100% watch it. I watch okay. it for half hour and stick Grinch on. Christmas telly then. Uh, th this year, I think the the big TV show return is Gavin and Stacey on, on Christmas Day. Was that a program you watched? Yeah, I used to watch it when I was younger, but I find it cringy now watching it because it's not as funny as what I remember. No, I'm not a massive. I will watch it. I used to like the Royal Family ones, to be honest, mm. but they've slowed up, on they? They don't do them anymore. Well, not many of them alive. That's that's part of the problem, I think. Yeah, possibly. Um, I feel you have to put it down on this. Well, I'm just giving you a reason as to why it's not <laughs> on the telly. Um, of course, Jeremy Corbyn got tripped up in this question. Queen's speech, yay or nay? Do you watch the Queen's speech? You don't have to. It's a flat no from me. Yeah. I think no. I've seen it once. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> was it was it was it good? Did you enjoy it? I, I wasn't really listening, to be honest. I, I wasn't really listening. Because it always follows top. I do the, like it though. Always follows top of the pops, doesn't it? The Queen's speech, and I always end up watching that on Christmas Day. Top of the pops. Have I? Have I? Am I no, you don't watch some of the pops? No. How's your Christmas Day go then? You, you, you... Christmas Day, well, I'm up at like six, something like that, maybe before that, then, you know, I've, I've put all the flour on the tiles to, to make it look. How can I say that? Santa's walk through. Yeah, yeah. The, on yeah. the tiles, like, obviously, yeah. that that's all going off, the ragging the presents open and what have you, then the, that lasts for a fair few hours, then you start getting the family coming in, they start mm -hmm. flooding in, like, in and out of the door, then they start cooking food. Are uh, you the chef, are you? I have been recently, yeah, but I think this year my mum's doing it with um, my wife's stepmom, so I'm going to take a back seat this year. Are you looking and, forward uh, to that? Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. So it, I ain't got time to watch Pop of the, uh, Top of the Pops, to be honest, Phil. Do you get an yeah. afternoon nap in? Christmas Day, Christmas Day is a napping day, isn't it? Not for me, not have in you? my house. Nah, I've got a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Do you think they're going to let me nap? I'm playing with trains and dolls. and uh, <laughs> You live for that. What about you, Niall? How's your Christmas Day work out? Um, normally get up, probably family normally stay around mine Christmas because obviously they come like watch the games mm -hmm. and stuff. They open all the presents and that. Um, we normally go out for a Christmas dinner, probably go down to the pub or something. Oh, save cooking, nice. Yeah, and yeah. And washing up, bonus. Yeah, yeah, you save on that. And then uh, just come back home, they're all playing games and that, probably having a little bit of a drink and stuff. I'm just having water. Professional. Yeah, and then um, it normally depends like where the game is, if we've got an away game or mm. home game. Sometimes because Obviously, I live in Doncaster now, so this Christmas I'm probably going to have to be staying in a hotel Christmas night. Just get on a team bus from Doncaster, can't you? And come down with them? Nah. nah. You stay with me in the hotel, wouldn't you? Yeah. What better way to spend your Christmas? Yeah, so me, way to end me and Beavs are going to spend Christmas evening together, aren't we? Yeah, it'd be lovely that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Can you remember the first presents you got as a kid? What, what, what was you looking for when you were a kid at Christmas? What were you always on, the, on your Santa wish list? Mine's a weird one to be honest, like what sticks in my head, um, I think I was probably about five year old and my brother gave me a present and it was his old shin pads, right. which is a strange one, but yeah. I absolutely loved them. Okay. I ragged them open and I was suited with them, I loved them. That's my first memory of a Christmas present. Please tell me you can top that now. <laughs> no, a pair of Umbro football boots. <laughs> 
Is that when you were a kid? Was football boots always on the list? Did oh you, yeah. You always, what, was the, what was the pair you were desperate to, to have? The, the Predators, the Adidas Predators. Mm-hmm. Were, like, I was desperate for them. They were like silver. I never got them. No. No. Did you find as defenders that wearing coloured boots is a bit of a challenge? Like, was there a period when you, in your career where you thought, I don't know, I can pull these silver boots off as a centre half, or? There is always that challenging period, but you've got to just fight through it. I mean, you've seen mine now, they're mm. bright yellow. Yeah. Um, so I've got through that period, I got through it, I got through it a long time ago. But yeah, I mean, when I was in the U team, I had to wear black boots, it was just a rule. And then as soon as, like, you know, the nice colours start coming, I think, oh, I like them. When mm. you stick them on and you get a bit of crack off the lads, and like, they, you know, say, you've got to be a good player, wear them, and like, think, why well, am I a good player? Like, you question yourself and all that. And then eventually you put them on, and then the lads get used to it, and then you just got to stick with it. That's mm. how I found it, and then I can I just wear whatever colour I want at the minute. Fair play. Right, Christmas presents then. Um, so if I shout a name out of the squad, I want you to think of a Christmas present that you think they need. Keep it clean, obviously. Um, this podcast is for all ages. Um, so we'll start with a, with a fairly obvious one, because I think that he probably needs a number of things. If you were going to buy Marcus something for Christmas, what would it be? Um, strands of hair? Strands of hair. Oh, God. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Remember at the start where he said, I'm not going to dig anyone out, and then he's just gone straight in. Now, anything you, that you can think of that Marcus might need? I mean, he, he comes in with some rascal gear, to be fair, but I can't really comment on fashion being the person. He probably around. needs a lifestyle manager. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. I yeah, like that. It's very, that's very, what he very, needs. very educational. Someone that's um, sort of hovering around you quite a lot, Christy Pym. What would you, what would you say Christy needs? Oh, what does Christy need? Mal's laughing, so he's obviously got something in mind that he probably can't say out loud. If you want to jump in now, you're more than welcome. It's for for Beeves, this one. I don't know. What does he need? Well, we call him a pirate, don't we? Because he's from Exeter. So we'll get him a bottle of rum, wouldn't we? Cider? I've got something. He needs paella paste. Oh, yeah, he does. We used to go around there for dinner on a a Friday night because me and Beeves stay in the hotel. Yeah. And obviously, Beeves don't want to spend any money on food out. so It's a deflection, yeah, so then, but Pimmy's excuse recently is he can't find any paella paste. Wow, that's a pretty niche. Just get it online. Yeah, you know just I mean, get it ordered. It's either that or his missus is getting sick of us going round. Yeah, one yeah. Of the two, could, be, it? could be a textbook excuse. Or it's like I keep, I keep yeah. disciplining his dog. Okay. Because his dog was misbehaving a bit. His dog's so scared. You can't, you can't go around someone's house and start disciplining other people's dogs. He's a little pup, and whenever <laughs> now walks through the door, he cowers, bless him. Wow. And he. <laughs> Yeah, it's horrible. It's not nice to see. What, what about um, Ivan Tony? What do you think you'd buy Ivan Tony for Christmas? I don't know, that's a tough one. Actually, this is your one, isn't it? I had Pimmies. Hmm. Is, there, is there anything he needs? I answered your one for you. It's a good no, point. but I chucked rum in there, didn't I? Cider. <laughs> um, Ivan. I don't know. Can I come back to one at the end? No, but um, I'll, uh, I'll I'll pick someone else. What would you What would you buy Mark for Christmas? If you had a secret Santa for for Mark Beavers, what would you buy? Him? I'd buy him an ASOS tracksuit. Okay. Because oh, not that. Yeah, because he has a nice collection of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's nice and cheap as well. Yeah. You don't want to go. Don't want to I already bought him enough presents though. Have you? Yeah, for his birthday. It's nice. <laughs> what about you, Mark? What would you buy Niall if you if you had to buy him something for Christmas? These, these are hard questions, these for I mean, they're not they? really, are they? Um, <laughs> I've got one. Uh, it's weird, I'm not sure if the listeners understand it, but he's obsessed with blinds and curtains. Again, this is like, he's not your typical 22-year-old. He loves furniture. 
Can I just point out that Niall actually demonstrated to you what he wanted there? Yeah, he just reminded me I needed that reminder, but yeah, he loves furniture like a, an older person would mm. do. They like going to the furniture stores and like... You, he got, you, you want to live in like a country mansion, don't you? That's your idea of heaven, somewhere, somewhere massive that you Out of the way where no yeah. one can see him. Yeah, no, no people about. No yeah, people, yeah. yeah. Just his dogs and that is it. Nice. That's, that's, that's nice. Yeah. Um, okay, then, uh, Christmas Night Out was fairly recently, as we've spoken about, so you're probably well-placed to answer some of these uh, questions about your squad. Worst dancer in the squad, now? Just say me if you want, mate. No, no. You, you don't dance, do you? Is huh? he, do you? You don't see me dancing. No. I think Mark's one of those sort of people that stuff hovers around the bar. It, it, it's not... It's bad, but Sunday, I think he does it on purpose. It's Dan Butler. Okay. It's hilarious what he does. Is, it, is his dancing... What you would describe as um, agricultural? Is it hands everywhere? Is it like wibbly wobbly man? He would try, he'd like tries to do the dance in that like Dembele and Moise oh. do. Oh, okay. You know that sort of dance. Okay. Yeah. And he just Can't he's taken he's taken the mick, but like I it, wouldn't it's, say it's, it's bad though. No, no, but it's it's it is bad. He's, but it's he, brilliant. Though, he's in the, the he's time. in the woodyard category, but to me a little bit. I think they're in different categories. They they're both weird. You want to say weird, strange in their own ways, but unique, different. Yeah, mm. unique's a better word, but like the different kind of strange. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's hard to put your finger on. I think you have to meet them to yeah. uh, to understand it. Mm. But two great guys. Yeah, we love them. Worst dressed then, Mark. Worst dressed it has to be Marcus Madison. I mean, some of the clobber he puts on. I mean, most recently these red boot ones that he's bought. I mean. I I try and put myself in there thinking, wow, I just couldn't pull them but he, off. But, but he, he thinks he's the best dressed, doesn't he? He would do that, wouldn't he? He's, but it's it's bad. From yeah. where I'm sitting, from where I'm from, that is bad gear. Yeah, it's not for me. Um, worst banter? Um, choppy. Oh. <laughs> it's horrendous, man. <laughs> he's quite ruthless. <laughs> it's horrendous. Like the other night on our Christmas do, he was... Like Mo had a Mo had a, a jumper on. Like we went out on the Sunday night for dinner, um, and yeah, Mo had this jumper on, and it had a like a little polar bear on it. It it wasn't the best jumper, and then like Chappy just kept, you know, like the dad jokes kept going. Oh, bear with me, Mo. You know that sort of stuff. Like Mo would be talking to someone and just be like, "Oh, bear with him. He's a bit tired today." Like, it, 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 yeah, I, I, that 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 kind of banter is probably what I've uh, modelled myself on. So I'm not going to start hammering that. Uh, worst haircut, um, I suppose, as the the resident barber in the room, you, you probably should select someone here, Beeves. Who do you want to get your hands on in a haircut kind of sense? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, Frankie Kent. Okay, yeah, it's the worst haircut I've seen in a long does time. Does he does he think it, it's good though? Oh, I think it's unbelievable. But mm. I, I don't know what he's going for. Like I've tried to like ruffle it up for him and like give him a better style and you know, I've shown him comparison pictures of what he could be and what he is and he just won't have it. Like he's just obsessed with these curtains that he's going off and I don't know whether it's an Essex thing or trying to bring bring back some nineties boy band look. I don't know what it is, but he just won't have it. Mm. But he's yeah, he's got the better, the worst trim. Okay, then Nile, who can't handle in a drink? Who can't handle <laughs> I think the club captain. <laughs> no. Yeah, he, he I've heard. I've heard whispers. <laughs> he didn't um, make it out. I've heard. We. Yeah, I heard whispers that he, he. There was a. There was a video that I saw of you in the fancy dress outfit, and I. I, I think you've hidden behind the mask to have a little kip, haven't you? Oh, it's not a kip, no. But we're, I don't want to speak. It can't be on it. It wasn't a kip, though, Phil. No. Okay, fair enough. Um, anyone? Anyone throw up? By the way, now are you in the mean? Throw up? Yeah. Anyone? Anyone sick? Um, not that I know of. No. no. 
No, no not I think there was, you know. I didn't okay. see any victims, no. Um, who takes the longest to get ready? Um, it's got to be Joe Ward, on it? Yeah, Wardy was down last, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll go with Wardy. I think it was Wardy, yeah. Worst uh, singer? You've heard a few initiations in your time. Um, what did you sing, by the way, Mark? I sang Killers Human, and I thought I was pretty good, to be honest. And I think you said, before you say I wasn't, I'm pretty sure you said to me on that day yeah. that I was, I was you, decent. You were, and then Gaz the physio sang a bit of opera, and you were blown out of the water. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, the, it phys- was... the physio, Gary Wakefield, as he, he, promotion party, if he is not the entertainment, then we've done something wrong, because he's has he's he... got a voice of an angel. Yeah, has he yes. done it on your staff, do? No, he hasn't done it since. Oh, um, no, he, he refused to. He refused to do it. It's quite disappointing, really. So um, I, I think that if if we get promoted, when we get promoted this year, we need to see him sing again. Because well, I, yeah, we're going to have to it. dig him out. Ali, he, he, he even said no cameras, didn't he? Yeah, so no but he's not the him. kind of character to be like you know sort of advertising it, is he? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I mean, I remember in the manga when we were sat down, all the staffs on one table, the players on another one, and. Yeah, I think uh, we didn't know he could do it, but no, a selected few. I think that there were a few that knew oh, yeah. he could do it. Yeah, so they're trying to dig him out and get him to do it, but he just sat there and went black, bright red, bless him. But um, he busted it out, and it was it was a shock, mate. But it was good, you know. Blew your human out of the water. Um, now, what did you sing? Uh, Small town girl. Oh, how did it? How was it? What? I can't remember. It can't have been that great. I, I can't remember it. I'm no, sorry, just, mate. Just get through it, innit, Phil? You know. What I mean? mm. have, you, have you seen any any real outstanding ones in your career, Mark, or any any real stinkers that? Um, stink. Stinkers. I've seen a few, to be honest. I'm not gonna chuck the names out there. I can't really think on top of my head. But the ones where they get on the chair and the knees start wobbling and the voice going. <coughs> to be honest with you, I find it more tough sitting and watching someone sing than what I do singing because okay. I just I sweat more for some reason. I, I feel the pain like mm. when I'm sat there, so I'm sweating like mad watching them. But when I'm actually up there. I'm not too bad myself. Mm. Not that I want to do it, but I'm I'm probably more comfortable singing rather than listening. It's weird, isn't it? But modest, isn't he now? Yeah. Um, okay, uh, moving away from that, um, I'm a celebrity. Was on fairly recently, and um, obviously that's all about facing your fears. So, is there anything that scares you? No. If if I was yeah. if we were going to bring something in here now, what would you hate to? I don't think anything you could really bring in, but I think uh, heights. Heights. Yeah, hate them. Okay. Have you? Have, has there been an incident in your life that's made you so fearful of heights? Or I think it was going to go ape when I was a little kid. Okay. And you know when you have to jump into the net thing. Mm. Oh, I, I can't do stuff like that. Okay. But for some weird reason, I think I could skydive. I want to skydive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel safe doing that. <laughs> that but, is the weirdest sentence yeah. I think I've ever heard. Like even if I'm, on, I don't know. Like if you're even high up in like a building or something, and you look out the window, I'm like. Oh, yeah, I, I, I get that. that. I just I don't understand how you've leapt to to do a skydive. Yeah, I don't know. Sums okay. him up, doesn't it? What about you, Mark? Any anything you scared of? Um, yes, uh, water. Not water as in like you know a cup of water in front of me. The sea. Mm. I, I can't stand it. So like, the sea is what you're scared of. Yeah, the ocean. The ocean. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I'll rest that. I'll go water, in. Sea, ocean. I'll, I'll go in the ocean as long as I can touch the ground. But then once I can't touch the ground, then I can't see what's below me. And it's, no it's, ocean in Barnsley. Is there? No. Right. Uh, had an incident of drowning in your past or not drowning no but I, I mean I don't mind fish but any big fish the I just panic stations for me I hate how big that. is the fish got to be is not it that um, big fish small fish well you know the little ones are fine but like as soon as you get to a certain size like it's panic stations I mean I went on my honeymoon we went to uh, the Maldives and uh, we went snorkeling and we're like you know just, 
tunnel vision, isn't it? Like with your goggles on, and like two fish came round the <laughs> round the corner, and like I turned my head, and these two massive fish. They must have been two or three feet. They weren't that big, but like the panic set in, and I was scrambling back to the ladder to get out of there. It's, it, I didn't like wow. it. I did horrible. not expect that from you two, if I'm honest. I did not expect that from there you two. You but there we go. We'll see. Um, right, now it's time for the killer question. Um, this is where we try and put you on the spot, <coughs> Mark. Okay, so um, it's can not you, like... It's can not, you do now first, then? No, no, it's just you. It's oh, just, just okay. you. And to be honest, it's not really a killer question, but we like to build it up to try and put some pressure on. So um, stand by for some really um, tense music. That wasn't the tense music. This is the tense music. Yeah, the heart's racing. Now. Did you used to watch You Want to Be a Millionaire? I did actually. Yeah. yeah. yeah does this, does this make you feel like you're playing for money? Because you yeah. really, are, really are not. Just a million pound. No. Oh. So even for a pound. Okay. Um, it's not. I wouldn't. I, I've done worse killer questions than this, to be fair. So I'm just going to be straight up front and see what you can come up with. Nervous? A little bit. I just don't know what to expect. Yeah. You know, like, a little bit. Concentrated more than anything. He is concentrated, isn't he? Yeah. Um, okay, Mark, what... <laughs> it's not even a killer question, I'm just trying to put some pressure on him. Um, what is the worst prank or practical joke you've ever seen in football? I feel it's a question that I don't think I can repeat, to be honest. I'm sorry, have you got a backup question? No. The one that's... the. The practical joy that's come to my head, I, I can't repeat it, I'm afraid. Is that because it, it, you don't... It's the brutality of it, it's... Okay. <laughs> it can't be repeated. I mean, I, I, I want to move on, but I can't, really. Um, when you say brutality of it, I mean, is it is it rated 18? What, what, what? You don't need to name names. It wouldn't names. even get aired. It's not a... It's, is it it's not bad? Sad. Okay, all right, let's change the question then. That bad? Mark, what is Niall's worst habit? Worst habit. Can I give you a couple? Give me three. Oh, three. Um, one's quite tame. He puts his feet on my dashboard, to be honest, which is just sloppy, isn't it? Like, I let him in my car and his feet are straight on my dashboard, steam home and windscreen and that from his feet. Like, it's minging. So that's number three. Um, number two. I have to do absolutely everything for him. <laughs> it, it's a joke. Is it like having a third child? It is. It's exactly like that. And he's he's so acute with it. He knows exactly what he's doing. So, like, you know, say we've had breakfast in the morning. Um, we always have a brew after we've had breakfast. But he'll purposely sit there until someone gets up and gets the brews. We have our routine. We have our routine. The routine is exactly that, that he waits for someone to get up lazy. and make them. Okay, yeah, so sloppy, it, it, that's lazy. Not, that's not just, that's just an example. Anyway, okay. But I, I do a lot of things for him. And, uh, anything else? I feel like this is like therapy for you a little bit and trying to get a few things off your chest. Is, is there anything else? That oh, no, he tells me every day. Okay. Uh, he yeah. tells me every day. Um, passing wind in my car. It's just 
but then finding it hilarious as well. Cup of poop, we'll call it that, shall we? <laughs> he's only 22, he's a young lad. Yeah, yeah, some of these, like, these, the young side of him does come out now and again, although, you know, sometimes I, I do join in, to be honest, but <laughs> that one in, in your car, you know, when the heaters are on, is not exactly uh, no, it's not pleasant. Lock the windows as well. No, it's yeah. not. Like okay, well, that, that, that's, thank, thank you very much, Mark, for that. I, pr- I appreciate the fact that you, uh, you couldn't answer <clears throat> the actual question, but decided to come up with three answers to another question, so that's fine. That's not mm-hmm. a problem. Um, let's talk about um, another thing around about festive period is the meal, Christmas meal. As we wrap up this podcast, because you're in football, do you have to tailor your Christmas dinner, or are we being brutally honest about it? You have a full, full shebang. I tailor it, and that is, you know, brutally honest. Because I just, if I attacked the Christmas dinner how I want to attack a Christmas dinner, there's no way I could, you know, run around the pitch for 90 minutes the day after. Because you know there'd be, you know, the quality streets, pigs in blankets, the stuff in it, just get absolutely annihilated that's my so you uh, tailor your dinner yes I, I take out the pigs in blankets and you know limit the stuff in and uh, yeah, I have one or two quality streets but not as many as what I'd like what's your favourite quality street the surprising one the blue one the coconut ones wow. the ones that always get left yeah, yeah it's like a bounty in a celebration mm. nobody has a bounty uh, Now, what about yourself are you, are you someone that, that relishes a Christmas dinner or do you yeah I really to? enjoy one yeah yeah I'm not going to lie but I <laughs> Like, Mark, I do tailor it a little bit. Like, I won't have as many pigs and blankets that I would like. Just the ten? Yeah. Yeah. We'll say four, I reckon I'll have. Okay, fair enough. Um, And before we wrap up this podcast, obviously the the, the Boxing Day game is against Doncaster, a team obviously you you played for. Is that one of the games you look forward to on the calendar? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, last time we played him, it wasn't too good. We didn't get a great result. But um, I think we're all in a better place now. Like I said, we've... We've gelled properly now, and we've got a um, good team spirit, a bit of momentum now. So it, hopefully it's one that we look forward to after Bristol Rovers. And Mark, obviously, one thing we haven't spoken about on this podcast, no, no you, you were at Real Madrid, right? Yeah, I was for a bit, yeah. Does he talk about this, Mark? Because when you look at Niall's CV, it's, a, it's an interesting CV. Um, nobody normally goes from Real Madrid to Doncaster, is it? Is that the how it progressed? No. Where did it go? Real Madrid... Um, then I played for a team in Qatar where my parents lived yeah. for a bit and then I went to Blackburn okay I mean it's a pretty varied CV there mm. um, do you believe you played for, for Real Madrid or is it was it one of those where well he's told me that many times I've started to believe myself to be mm. honest um, he told me very early on that he'd played for Real Madrid and you know he'd moved out there And uh, did he mention is it which player was out there with him at, at Real Madrid who was this mate who did you play with at Real Madrid now was there, was there anyone out there at the time? What, that I played yeah, with? Yeah, yeah, like big names. Nah, the biggest, Zidane's son. Okay. That's about it. Oh. But Beeves te- tells me, ugh, he shows me videos in the car when he played for Sheffield Wednesday in the 70s. And yeah, he has to see him. And he, he finds it hilarious. It's in black, black and white. And white. <laughs> he, show, he shows me the Sheffield derby. and it's, It was in literally in black and white, Phil. We're on about derbies in general. And yeah. he played in, uh, is it Donny Rotherham? Is it? Is that the biggest one for Donny Rotherham? Probably them, yeah. Probably Scotty yeah. Rotherham. So then I said, like, this is the biggest one I've played in. So it wasn't anything, you know. It, it so was just Derby top trumps. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was, tells yeah. me every day he's ticked more boxes than me. Just reminds me. But you've got eight day. years, haven't you, to catch up? Yeah, exactly. I'm eight years behind. This is when he, when he oversteps the mark, Phil, and he's reminding. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where the experience comes in, isn't it? Correct. Yeah. 
Okay, fantastic. Well, thank you guys for joining us on the podcast. Very much appreciated. I hope you both have a very good Christmas and uh, don't eat too many pigs and blankets. Um, I'd like to thank the college, obviously, for, for helping us out with the podcast again. We'll be back in the new year. Thanks for listening. listening to a united city we hope you enjoyed today's episode don't forget to subscribe and follow us at the posh official on facebook twitter and instagram let us know what you thought of today's episode by getting in touch at the posh official on facebook twitter and instagram or you can send us an email to media at theposh.com.